0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Skids Up podcast. It's been a while since we've recorded, and um, due to the extenuating circumstances, our schedules have all been a bit hectic. Um, But we decided that we we really missed doing this podcast. We missed getting together, talking about the hobby, and um, said that you know even if our schedules are a bit of a mess and we don't have time to go through the normal editing um, and topic content. Uh, process that we usually do, it, we still need to get together and, and you know just just see what's up, talk with each other, uh, see how everybody, everybody's been doing. So that's what this is going to be. Uh, we actually have several episodes that we've recorded with some guests that I haven't had a chance to go through and edit yet. Uh, those are in the pipeline. And as soon as those get finished, uh, they'll get posted periodically. But in the meantime, we're going to still try to do um, a catch up with, uh, with the three of us and just talk. Uh, so this will be a little poor audio quality. Um, I'm not going to do any editing or anything. It'll just be skids up raw and unfiltered. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll get things started. It's been, you know, it's been a time. Not gonna lie, it's, uh, it's not been easy. This has probably been the longest month and a half of my entire life. Uh, my wife and I are both working from home. Thankfully, we still have our jobs, but uh, we also have a, a two-year-old at the house and a six-year-old, which means that one of us has to be present with them constantly while the other is working. So two of us together, uh, put in about 16 hour days minimum. And then we have to, you know, take care of the house, make sure people are fed, bathed, etc. cetera. So um, I haven't flown at all. I haven't gone to the field. I've flown my nano and my BL2 uh, brushless uh, and CPX in the backyard, uh, but I haven't been out to the field in forever, uh, which is so disappointing. Um, I got like one or two t- uh, flights on my Oxy5 before I stopped going to the field. And it's just been sitting there at the sh- on the shelf staring at me and, I miss it so much because I, I like the Goblin Five Hundred, but man, the or Five Seventy, but man, the Oxy Five is is something else. I, I think the reason that I am enjoying it so much is because I'm really not scared of crashing it at all. It flies just like my Oxy Four, um, and it's you know it's, <laughs> it's not that I don't like the design, but the the Goblin is so attractive that I, I just I'm afraid to get get a blemish on it. The Oxy Five, I could plow it into the dirt and I'd be fine with it. I'd just go you know repair it, get it up again. Um, so I did some maintenance on that, uh, early maintenance to tighten, tightened up the belt, adjusted the turnbuckles, um, swapped out the tail blades, that kind of stuff. And I'm going to hopefully get out there whenever, uh, I guess, whenever we, whenever I can get a free minute out to the field. Um, but you know, so other than not flying, uh, tragedy compounded upon tragedy, when my two year old grabbed my MZ 32 Gropner radio off of the table and it hit the concrete. On the on the patio at full force, shattered the uh, LCD crystals behind the screen uh, broke loose the antenna and I've been trying to fix it, but it's just it, it, I think it's dead I'm gonna have to start looking at a new transmitter at some point um, I've still got my old dX eight that I can use, but you know i I had mentally kind of just pushed Spectrum aside and said, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go to Groppner And now that's gone. And then Groppner kind of went out of business. So I'm kind of screwed on that one. I'm hoping that they'll be able to uh, repair it at some point if the Korean company ever comes up and running again. But um, I was talking to Frank, you know, I might go to V-Bar. I might go to Jetty. I don't know. Uh, right now, there's been a bit of a, a pay cut for my wife and I. So I don't, don't think there's going to be any, any new RC toys for, for a little bit. But um, let's see, other than that, like the only thing that I've been doing is hanging out on the Hangout, Frank. I have been stalking and lurking on the Facebook Hangout for the last week or so. Cool. So I haven't, you know, I should probably just make some posts and say hi to everybody, but I've just been reading all the updates. It's a pretty cool place. So I think you got something thank good you, going thank on there. You. <laughs> So that's yeah, me. It's 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 not really me, but okay, I'll take some credit for it. You take some credit, not too yeah. much, but uh, not too much. <laughs> but yeah, that's been me. So it's uh, you know, it's probably been the most exhausting six weeks of my life. And I am ready for daycare and school to reopen. Uh, I will tell you that I will just or find some place to drop my children off. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Uh, go for it, Frank. Or Javier? Uh, Javier, go Javier.
1: Wow, that's that's that 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 was that was uh, much uh, shorter than I thought, Paul. I thought uh, you were gonna give us a little insight into a little bit of your chaotic life as of
0: late. I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit optimistic here. You guys don't want you guys don't want to hear how bad things are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're very short sure on that one. Usually, you, you you get you tend to have the college professor, long-winded lecture right off the bat, you know, good 15, 20 minutes of rambling on and on, you know, self-deluding, you know. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Self-deluding? No, self-deluding, just just going on and on and on. Where, you know, uh, verbally reflecting on your thoughts and truly, really expressing your feelings about
0: things in life, you know. But today you were pretty short. My brain is a pile of mush, Frank
1: yeah yeah where where is where is our leader i mean uh i'm I'm thinking that that a ufo came in and swapped you out or something
0: this is what it looks like this is what it looks like to be a broken a broken man broken show of (laughs) a (laughs) man this is what a lack of daycare will do to your (laughs) guts that is funny it's not funny but your reaction it is is, it is, it is it is funny i'm not gonna lie it is funny um but yeah man it's um you know, there's there's only there's only so much you can take of 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 working for seventeen hours a day, and yeah. six weeks is about, about as long as it's as it's possible to continue, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's I don't see I I'm I am do not know I'll continue, I'll say what my work schedule is like, but when my
0: turn. Yes, I don't want to hear about it, Frank. All of you, all of your free time flying. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, go for it. Go for it, Javier. What you about to, man? All
1: right, all right. So um, I, uh, as, as I was, as I was writing for, you know, uh, basically, I, I, didn't want to forget anything, and I started realizing that I've done quite a bit. I, I didn't realize it. I, I thought that I hadn't done much on the hobby, uh, because you know, also my, my, my schedule is all upside down. Uh, of course, you know, with kids um, at home school, we've tried to keep a little bit of normalcy but you know schedule is all messed up um it's good that we would spend, you know like more time to family and uh playing (coughs) stuff like that but um but still you know days are very weird but uh but still you know um it 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 it, 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 to be honest it surprised me quite a bit when i grew up what i what i've been up to in the hobby so the first thing was uh, you guys heard about that um, world heli sim championship, or world yeah, competition. that was cool. Uh, that was that was really cool. Uh, I you know I have to be honest when when this whole thing started, uh, my my motivation in the hobby just went down the drain. Uh, you know I I I saw hey, okay, you know I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep a job. The the, the outlook was pretty grim still you know as i as i uh, shared with you you know also the uh the weather is pretty bad you know so you know you have eternal winter then you have this cold situation uh you know you don't know if you're gonna have a job or not then um you know you go out and you're you know looking over your shoulder trying to make trying to make sure that there's no people like too near from you or no one coughing you know it's kind of like very surreal, uh, you know, all this stuff, and uh, it, it weighed on me, it weighed on me, and, um, and you know, I, I basically lost motivation, I didn't want to do anything, I had a lot of things to do on my helis, I started uh, migrating fiberless, but, but I think that the world uh helis in competition really helped me a lot, because it forced me to go into practice and to have a goal, uh to be honest i didn't have any, many expectations i knew that i was not going to be placing at top 5 uh or you know even if there was like 6 or whatever um, you know i knew that i was not i was not competing for you know podium you know for or you know any any actual um uh you know official place or whatever uh i was not vying for that my my goal was to have a specific um, place to go to and Get there, uh, be a practice. So I I started looking at songs that I wanted to use for my flights to music, and I started creating my routine, and then I started building up on it and just uh, keep hacking away at it, and uh, recording video after video after video after video and crashing a ton. But you know it was awesome to have to have a goal, and that helped me a lot to you know keep alive the the that hobby uh, that hobby aspect of me. And, uh, and to keep going, so that was pretty good. Um, I made my submission. Uh, it was it was really nice, you know, to have uh, something like someone like Mirko comment the flight. Uh, it, it was it, it was really nice, you know. I really liked the format, how they did everything, how they uh, laid laid it out. Uh, basically, a completely open format. Anyone can come in, just submit, and we'll take a look at all of them, and we'll uh, talk about all of them. That was. Awesome! I thought that was a really, really good, uh, really good idea from these guys, from uh, from, from Mirko and from uh, I don't remember the name of the other guy, um, Raffaele, I think. So uh, it was it was really great. I I really enjoyed that uh, that competition. Um, after that, or well, I, I might say in between that, I changed my Flabulous unit. As uh, you guys know, uh, because I've, I've talked about it with you, I originally had envisioned only two Spirit 2 units to migrate my helicopters to. However, uh, things uh, ended up happening and I was able to migrate all four. So I, uh, you know, I made, uh, made use of my birthday present, you know, whatever I could pull onto, and uh, I ended up uh, being able to migrate all four helicopters to Spirit 2. So um, I made all those changes. I made a lot of mistakes. I had my first—I uh, could not say a crash. It was a tip over on the 420. Uh, you know that 420. I don't know what's wrong with it, but it always something seems to happen to it. Uh, the what happened was that you know because I'm not familiar with the with the spirit. Uh, you know, kind of like. Uh, with all the fiberless units, you end up having like a mental uh, list of things that you need to go through and the mm-hmm. settings that you need to check. And even uh, even though with this one I made like my regular check, I still missed one. Uh, I hadn't uh, tightened the tail. So I tightened it in, and then I forgot to redo my endpoints. So when I went out to the backyard to do a quick test hover, everything looked good. But when I I killed the I killed throttle hold uh, to do my baby auto as I usually do to land because the tail points were not correct uh, it, the tail didn't hold so it started spinning oh. uh, so I, I landed and it ended up landing nose in which is usually not how I land so I you know my mind messed up and I was able to save it but I I had a small tip over which. Uh, I mean the, the blades still work. I was able to actually cover it after that i after I fixed my endpoints, I was able to cover it again with the same blades but you um, know it, it, it was kind of a bummer <laughs> you know that uh, it was kind of like the only day in between those cold days that I was actually even able to go to the backyard. It was either rainy, windy, or cold, and that was the <laughs> only day where I had all the you know all the weather to be able to do it um so the other, one other day i just had to brave brave the elements just to make sure that i had fixed the issue with the tail and that i, I actually didn't break something else so the, the the hell is fine you know there's no bearings damage, there's no uh, nothing got bent it's just a very very slight tip over you know it was not powered
0: did you tip into the grass but, or onto like a concrete pad it was it
1: was onto the concrete Ooh, so okay. so the so the tip Ooh. of the of the main blades are all scuffed but they're
0: fine you can't see the, the, uh, the you can't see the core showing through or anything
1: no, no it's just like 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 uh, kind of like uh, if I had sanded the very tips very very mild so um, I think that I'm gonna keep those those blades for a while until you know I buy new ones, but it's not really critical. The tail blades I did I did have to replace um, it, they still fly, but the tips of them were were very were kind of broken. So I did replace those, they haven't arrived yet uh, because I ordered it um, recently. I ordered a pair of uh, RT 72 tails to replace them. But um, but right now actually what I did is that I had a spare set of the stock plastic blades. So I put those on the 380 and then I put the, uh, the carbon fiber that came originally with the uh, 420. So I actually have, uh, you know, good blades right now on both helicopters.
0: Do you have um, telemetry and uh, integration set up for all of your helis as well? Did you get those cables only, when you got the spirits? Only for two, only for two
1: of them. I, um, I have uh, only the 4649T on only two helicopters on the 380 and the 420. On the 500 and on the, on the 570, I still have satellites. So oh, okay. I, cannot, I cannot use telemetry yet on those. I need to swap my receivers. so uh, because I didn't want to go to the investment I had already ex- you know used to all my uh, all, 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 all ammunition that I had left, I used it up to actually purchase the spirits. so I, uh, I didn't go for that uh, to change the receiver. So it's working fine. What I did was that, that I, did, I got the wifi, the Wi-Fi modules for the 500 or for the 570. So that I could tune them, um, you know, from the phone. But uh, but it, I do have telemetry and integration on the 38 and 420, and works great. The integration works really well. It's a little bit, you know, clunky, but that's kind of like the way that it's designed on Spectrum. Uh, when you use a, a, a third-party wireless unit, it, it doesn't use the actual method of, uh, of you know using the roller. You actually have to use the sticks. Yeah. But uh, it works. You know it works fine. You're able to access all all the settings and uh, directly from your radio. It's pretty fast, and there's no issue. And um, and you know I've, I'll talk about it a little bit more, uh, a little bit later on, on my first flights and a little bit of the impressions um, because I did get to fly once. So I'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, I wanted to finish on on the topic of the um, of the Spirit 2, flavorless unit on the installation side. The only caveat that I saw was that it, there's a lot of wiring, uh, especially because I have telemetry and integration on the, on, the small, on the small helicopters. So it ended up being a lot of wire to manage. Uh, and also because I wanted to, I discovered not too long ago these little capacitors that you add to be able to have a uh, better, uh, you know, more stable BC voltage. So, um, so I have that additional, so I have a lot of wire. I have like, you know, the telemetry wire, then, uh, the receiver, the telemetry receiver has another wire. And then I have to have a Y cable to be able to connect the BC capacitor because I didn't have enough ports. So, uh, so it's, it's a lot of wire, uh, that I yeah. had to manage. but it worked out, you know, it worked out in the end, but that's the only thing that I didn't, uh, you know, quite like about, about that, that it was, a lot of wire to to handle, but uh, it works really well. In the
0: end, yeah, I had the GeoLink hooked up with another satellite and the forty six forty nine and telemetry, <laughs> and it was like every possible cable that you could plug into the Spare Pro. Yeah, uh, it yeah, worked really great. well. It just took me like a week and a half to figure out how to hook it all up together. Yes, um, yeah, I forgot to yeah, I, I mean, forgot so to I mention to do a lot of things. Yeah, I, fr- I forgot to mention that I uh, I went and got one of the um, forty is it 4651Ts, the new Spectrum receiver, Um, basically the replacement for the 4649? Yep. And so that came in. Um, That is a really nifty um, replacement. I like the fact that it's got a bind button built into it. Uh, It says that you can hook up an SR, if I'm going to say this wrong, SRXL2 um, receiver to it as well if you want to, Uh, but that it is a full range receiver, that even on a... um, even on a larger helicopter, kind of like the, the the Neos, you could get away with only having one if you wanted to, which is kind of neat. So nice. that one came in and I put it on the Oxy. I had to build my own connection cable to it because it does not support the same. It's basically, it's not the same cable that plugs into the Spirit. It's a four prong instead of a three prong. So wow. I had to basically, I had to just snip it and solder a new connection. Uh, Spirit sells the cables obviously in their store, but it's going to be like a week and they're out of stock. It's going to be a couple of weeks before that gets in. And I'm going to really try to get this thing up in the air before then. Um, Cause now I am a hundred percent back in spectrum spectrum's wheelhouse. But uh, you know, you guys saw the, the jetty integrated receiver for, um, for the spirit. Yes. Bar. That is very cool. That is going to probably be enough to kick me over to jetty as much as I do like the concept of view bar. Um, I, I just, I love spirit. I've been with them for so long. I've got a lot of them. And uh, I like the support that you get through um, through Tomas. It's a it's a really great company. Not that cool. VBar, you know, not the that Mikado v VBar is not. But I um, I might yeah, yeah I might do a D I might do a DS twelve whenever my pay goes back to normal because it has been curtailed for the last uh, the next few months. Um. Yeah, but if mean if you're happy with it, don't change, man. I'm saying, look, I'll tell you,
2: I'll tell you the pros and cons about VBar. Uh, there's a lot of pros. There's no cons. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just be, that's just be being a, that's just be being a
0: fanboy uh, no that's i can i can understand do you um do you not use a computer at all to program
2: is it all I, the radio or i the only thing i use my my computer at all is to set my esc governor i don't use it for anything else and i can do the esc so, gov from my radio because i fly uh uh scorpion so you use you, the you use the ESCs governor you don't use the always 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 no matter what you, you always want to use the esc gov because people will say, oh, proactive is better than reactive. And, you know, people will talk about there's a lot, there's enough pro pilots using ESC govs to convince me otherwise.
0: And <laughs> it's so much more
2: easier. You don't have to sit there in tune and you don't have to sit there and worry about, oh, do I have the right, is it the right gains? And I find it too that it's a lot easier on the tail as well. Like if you if you don't really know what you're doing setting up your gov, um, and ESC govs a lot. It's, it's, it's the way to go. Hobbywing. I feel, I feel like really the governor. Work.
0: Yeah, I've used the governor from Hobbywing uh, before. Although I feel like that was back when I was on Icon and like setting up the governor on Icon with gear ratios and all that stuff. I feel like that was a little bit harder to do than the one in Spirit. I haven't had any issues using just Spirit's governor for the last couple years, but I haven't really tried using the Hobbywing ever since then. Well, well to shut.
2: so um, so I'm I'm in I'm in a weird space because I used. the um, the nitro governor on the v bar right
1: mm-hmm.
2: Well, there's very little settings i got to do to it that's just making sure that i that my head speed is up to par when it's when it's hovering and then i'm good to go so it, it's the tuning on is not very long it's not very hard um but for the electrics i used to be straight like vgov on everything and then i noticed that i noticed that i would spend, like when i would get a new model i would spend a couple of flights or two or three flights messing with it and I always feel like there was something wrong with it like I wasn't 100% sold on it not saying that there wasn't they could be everything was right I just always found something that I don't like and then I had uh, somebody says you really should try the ESE go and since trying it man I have been a happy man the only thing you can't do you can't dial in the exact same test right the the number you want right but if you go to um, one of the RPM apps or even the the Earth app or the heli tool app
0: right right
2: it has it has uh an rpm calculator on there which tells you what percentage you got to set up on your ESC to get the
0: right and you can get close i mean you could close enough
2: yeah 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 and 50 okay. uh 50 rpm up or down you really won't tell
0: cool so what you been up to me yeah. what's the uh, uh what's the, it's what's it's the so... life of frank what's the life of frank been uh, like?
1: life, well life, so. whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Hold on, I'm kind of like like halfway. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> okay. go for it.
1: Um, well, the next, the next, the next point, I um, I finished up. Well, I fixed my Align One Hundred and Fifty X. The uh, last, uh, the end of last season, I crashed it, and I killed the tail motor on it. So I recently received that tail motor. I just did a quick spool up, and it works. So I have my backyard flyer again. Because I was flying the Nano S2 in the backyard um, whenever I could. Uh, as I said, you know the weather has been horrible, and uh, and when I finished flying the Nano, you know it was I came back into the house and and my my hands were really cold. Uh, it was not very nice to fly, but at least it got the bug out. But you know. The the Nano S2 I have a uh, very bad batteries. I I you know those one as little 1S batteries. I don't take care of them at all. I just fly them until they got to low voltage cutoff, and uh, and I I kill them. So I'm basically flying like uh, one minute and thirty second flights on that <laughs> thing. So that, those those packs are really really. I mean bad. they're only like they're only like five they're only like five dollars, man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh so that's why I don't take care of them. But I think that there's also something else wrong with that Kelly, probably after you know, I've I've crashed it so many times without any damage, but uh well any apparent damage. But I think that uh that I probably bent that little spindle or something because it's not flying right. So um so I don't uh I, I don't I don't Trusted, so I didn't want to make the expense on the on the small batteries I just said you know I'll, I'd rather fix the 150x and um, and take a shot with that and see see if uh, if my skills even with that little heli uh, I can make it uh, surviving on the uh, on my small backyard so I don't know it's gonna be a good test
0: We need you need to save up and get yourself a, a mcpx man
2: yeah, I know everything talks. That, everyone talks that, wonders about. They're so That's awesome, <laughs> dude. That was my. That was like the first helicopter like, that I ever did a slip on, that I ever did TikToks on. That's like the first one I ever like really, kind of like broke through that just, tail and hover.
0: Dude, the new one, the uh, the MCPX BL2, that thing is amazing. It is. I mean, I I had the one fifty X, and I actually would rather fly the MCPX in the backyard. Um, it is so agile. It is so powerful. Like you can just do TikToks back and forth all day long. You know, half pyros, all that kind of stuff. It'll do inverted funnels. Uh, you know, tail uh, and and inverted funnels, no problem. Like, nothing. The tail holds holds amazingly well. It is an amazing yeah. helicopter.
1: Yeah, I've 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 been thinking about that a lot. Uh, but um, you know, first, you know, I dried up my my uh, hobby bank account for for so to speak. You know my PayPal uh, balance. <clears throat> I dried it up on um, on on the Spirit Tooth, and uh, my next project is a a second uh, a second battery charger, which mm. leads right into my I actually flew segment. So um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I I there was there was a day. What was it? Yesterday, the day before yesterday. I, you know I don't. It's hard to keep track of the days. It's it's weird that uh, I was actually able to fly. You know, it was a beautiful day, like uh, upper fifties, uh, you know, sunny, complete, not very windy, completely, um, you know, clear skies, you know, beautiful day, beautiful day. So um, I uh, I said, you know, I'm just gonna go out, go out and fly. But um, because I had very low, uh, l- very low flight time on the 570, I purchased also, uh, with, uh, you know, with, with, with the IRS, not with a, uh, not with a stimulus check, which I didn't get, uh, I didn't end up, end up getting, uh, but we- Don't the, so bad, uh, buddy, I didn't get one refund. either. Uh, yeah, but, you know, ah, that, oh wait, no, oh well, that's, that's, that's out of, uh, of the scope of, of what we'll talk here, we'll just end up rambling into that, but, uh, but uh, the, at the end, I also purchased uh, last year, no, not last year, this year with the tax refund, the, um, the 5,000 packs. So those take a little bit more to charge. So now uh, it's basically taking me a while to charge up because I pre-charge always, and especially because I, w- I was going to the park to fly. I'm not going to the to the field yet because I actually think it's not open. Uh, the, it's, it's funny because the park is actually not open per se. You know, there it, it has a gate. You cannot actually go into the parking lot but people just park by the sides and you see, you know, people playing soccer and playing on the playgrounds and whatever, just living their lives. So I said, Oh I'll just go fly. So I uh, I actually went out and flew the entire fleet. Um nice. and uh, that's why that's why I'm saving up, you know, it took me a while to charge, so that's why I'm saving up my pennies for next project, which is the second uh identical battery chargers that I can basically charge twice as fast. So uh but uh I flew the four helicopters, uh the uh, the three eighty. Uh I was I kid you not, my fingers were shaking. As if it was like, you know, twenty degrees. I don't know, it it was horrible. I, I was so nervous. Uh I haven't flown in a long time. Uh all I've done is a lot of simming, but of course it's not the same feeling, you know, your own helicopter flying it, and of course it feels different and whatever. So And especially, you know, now I have a new flyerless unit, which I I was testing. So it was, it's actually real maiden. Um, I've done some, you know, I did all four helicopters, a very quick, you know, like 20 seconds or 30 seconds or something hover, just to make sure that everything was fine, which is where I had that tip over. But, um, you know, on on the park, I was able to fly them like an actual maiden of, of, of the helis. So the 380, as I said, I had the plastic tails on them, and uh, it seems like they just don't do the job. You know, uh, to be honest, I've never used them because I always, uh, I left them, they were brand new. I never used them, but when I when I, when I bought it, I think I flew them like two, three, through three packs, and then I went straight to the switch. Um, and then I think I, the 420 came out. So I started using the carbon fiber ones, uh, that, uh, come with the 420. So I, I basically have basically never used those plastic tails and, uh, they just didn't do the job. I mean, the, the tail was holding fine, but it was very slow. You know, I hit full rudder and it was just like, woo, woo, woo. you know, like, like I, 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 I could turn my head around, uh, you know, the, the. How slow it was going! I mean, go get a coffee and then finish the piro. I mean, it was it was horrible. So I just uh, luckily I had just charged one pack, uh, so I I just burned it up and landed. Then it was turned for the 420 body, which is the as you remember on my 420 I changed the entire frame and canopy parts and landing skid for the body. So mm-hmm. I, it was time to test that one. So, uh, I was very, very looking forward to that. But then, you know, I started pulling up and uh, I started giving it positive, 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 positive. And the helicopter is not lifting from the ground. And I'm, what the heck? (laughs) I'm like halfway through, you know, positive, positive collective. And I'm, what the heck? Finally, it starts going up. Uh, I get it a little bit down. I hit negative and it goes, you know, uh, just rocket. Rocket speed down to the ground. So uh, I noticed very quickly that I had a lot more negative than positive on on my head on, on that helicopter for some reason.
0: Um, did you did you check the did you check the pitch? Or I guess it has been a while well, since you had adjusted the, the head.
1: I thought I I thought I had, but it's it it's the only helicopter that had something kind of weird happen to me when uh, when I was setting it up with uh, with the spirit with spirit when you when you set it up the software automatically locks you out of the uh, of changing changing the banks from the radio it defaults always to bank 0 and if you do that it uh, all the settings propagate to all banks but for some reason on the 420 i had uh, i had my radio set up on bank 2 and it didn't default to bank zero, so now my bank zero my bank one and my bank two were different so I tried to fix that, but apparently I didn't do a very good job so all my pitch was all screwed up so uh so i also i was i had only one pack so i i i just i just you know flew it very very uh just just a quick cover then got it down and packed it up. Then it was turn of the five on on the 500 Um, I was uh, you know, I I had not been able to shake my nerves with the small ones Because of two basically botched flights So the 500 behaved very well. Uh, It was it was flying nice. I I didn't I I didn't uh, I didn't feel any weird tendencies I didn't feel it uh, You know anything wrong with it really It, it seems like pitch was fine the tail was holding fine. Um, I think I started doing some TikToks by the second flight because I had two packs on that one, um, and it was flying good. But I still didn't feel confident enough, you know, um, on 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 my flying. And then um, I still had uh, someone had left like some uh, soccer goals right in the middle of the of the park where I was flying. So I, I was fearing, you know, hitting those those goals if I, if I started doing some, uh, you know, some fast forward flight. And then there were some um, some people running. Uh, so I just, you know, I didn't want to, to do anything. So I just ended up doing very, very mild flights. Uh, and then it was the turn of the 570. So the 570, I had my two new uh, 5,000 packs, which gave me now finally good, uh, flight times the first the first flight felt amazing I mean um, I had finally broken the nerves of of flying for the first time after so long it's of course my best flying helicopter um, and uh, and I was you know feeling confident by now, so I started flying it a little bit more also at that point, you know the guys that were uh, practicing soccer on the other end of the field had already Completed their practice, so they left. So now I had the, the field for myself. I moved a little bit a little bit backwards so that I didn't see the, those soccer goals. So um, I started playing it a little bit more, and I felt a little bit more confident. So by the, by the final pack of the 570, I said, "Okay, I'll just try to do, you know, what I can do, what I feel comfortable with, with the space that I have, because I always feel much more comfortable in the field." that on the park, even though it's a big park, I still feel that, you know, I don't fly, uh, I'm not tight enough on my flying to be able to fly correctly on a park that that I feel is less space than uh, than the field. So I said, you know, I'll just do what I feel really, really confident in doing. And oh boy, I have to tell you guys, this is the flight that I realized that Spirit is for me. I, I can't believe how well that helicopter flew. I don't think I have ever felt so connected. And so, uh, how can I say it? You know, I, I guess that, I guess that the better way to put it is that I finally understand when people say that the helicopter is locked in.
0: Yeah, the whole fly, uh, fly on rails thing.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. It was like, it blew my mind away. I mean, I I have to be honest. and. And I don't want to detriment other flywheel units. I think that it's just a matter that Spirit has really, really good uh, uh, defaults, you know. Um, I think that they just nailed it with the defaults on the 570. Uh, It it flew so well, so well. You know, I was was like, you know, last season, I don't know if I told you guys, but, you know, I was having a very hard time uh, keeping things under control. I was trying to, you know, start making funnels and the funnel just got completely off. I was trying to do TikToks and the tail was moving all over. Um and, and I was lo- losing kind of like a, my axis. You know, it it was it was really hard to to try to get the maneuvers to look, you know, uh consistent. And these helicopter just blew me away. I I I was so, so happy. Uh, I uh, I started doing TikToks and the TikToks were like, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, in place, moving back and forth, you know, as if I had, someone had grabbed it from the tail and used their hand and just flap it around. You know, it, it was like, oh my gosh, I mean, I can't believe that that it's doing that. Uh, then I went into inverted flight, um, you know, a, a, little, a little bit of uh, circuits, of inverted forward circuits, and it was locked in. I mean, I, 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 I was, you know, remember that I told you that that I feared not uh, not being able to control it on the space. That I, you know, I, I usually what I do is that I fly very far away because I have a hard time keeping it keeping it into a box. Well, no more. <laughs> I mean, I started flying inverted those inverted circuits, and I was able to tell it exactly where I wanted it uh at the altitude and at the, the position that I wanted it and as tight as the circle as I wanted it. I mean I was like oh I mean I felt it felt better than than the Kraken of the simulator. I kid you not. I mean well
0: I know was, man the, the first time I tried the first time I tried RC, I was upset at how sloppy it felt compared to what I had literally flown in the field in real life that you know the, that morning. And I was like man if RC helicopters were like this simulator like I would never, I would never fly them. Like it, it sucks. <laughs> it's like yeah, the, uh, the spirit is crazy precise, man.
1: Yes, yes. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, in the end, I ended up doing uh, not not inverted funnels, but the regular uh, skits out funnels. So I started doing them, and uh, you know, they 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 just didn't feel good, but they they sounded good. I mean. I don't know how to explain it, but I could hear the trajectory, uh, you know, on a very constant head speed, just moving around on the funnel. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, this is really good. I even dared to to go lower and start flying them lower because I was so confident that I could keep them at the same altitude.
0: That's and, awesome, uh, you know,
1: man. I, that I I I have to say. You know, th- this is the. I, I mean, I know it sounds cornish or whatever, but you know, this is the moment I've been waiting for to feel, to, to how I wanted these helicopters to feel like. You know, uh, that was that was my my best. It was not my best flight, but it was my best feeling on a flight ever. I mean, I'm, it was amazing. It was amazing. I really enjoyed that flight. i I was like, you know, with with the happiest. Uh, stupid uh smile on my face, <laughs> you know, when I finished that light. I was I said, oh my gosh, why did I just charge two packs with this Kelly? <laughs> I mean uh that that was so good. So good. I, I I really enjoyed it. I can't tell I can I don't think I can put it to words, you know, how good it felt. Um so that that was amazing. Um so um after after that uh, I uh, I came back, you know the weather still goes to crap. Uh, it's still cold. Now it's it's forecasted rain for for a while, for several days. So I won't be able to fly again for a while. So I decided to take a different project, um, which uh, which involves, of course, simming. So I don't know if you guys remember the uh, the RC Halling and something called the pilot proficiency program. hmm I remember it. Right. Are you familiar with that, Paul?
0: no i'm actually not i mean i saw that you had sent that and i went to ask i meant to ask you like some more details about it i don't think i ever saw that okay. so what is it exactly okay.
1: so what they, what these guys did i think it's based on something that irta made or something but these guys tweaked it to make another an, another version and i think it it's very very good it's basically um a, a means of uh, of progressing through heli to, through rc helicopter flying so the let's say level one uh, is beginner and it tells you okay so the first maneuver that you need to do is uh, just tailing hover the second maneuver that you need to do is to lift up uh, on on tailing orientation and uh, keep it there uh, for x amount of time then uh, the next maneuver that you need to do is to uh do a pirouette on on your on 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 this on that same uh, axis you know go like little steps little little step by little step by little step it's actually designed <coughs> to quote unquote certify you so that uh people <coughs> can have uh a standard way of saying oh, okay i'm in this level you know because people struggle with saying, oh, you know, what's really my skill level, you know? Am I sport? Am I beginner 3D? Am I advanced? Am I whatever? So this path uh, allows you to, oh, yes, if I was able to do all the all the, all the maneuvers all the way to level three, which is uh, intermediate sport, then I know I'm, a, I'm an intermediate sports flyer, you know? And uh, it's designed to be kind of like a checklist. And supposedly, someone has to check you off on it. So you do it with someone, and that someone kind of witnesses, witnesses you and says, oh, yeah, OK. So I saw you do, do this maneuver. So I've been just doing them on the sim, just trying to prove to myself that I can actually do them. Uh, and it's been, it's been really good, uh, because some of the maneuvers at the, let's say, lower levels were actually hard for me to do which was which i think was good because it showed me what are my weaknesses so <coughs> sorry so i think that is awesome you know i'm uh, i have you know now a new goal level seven is uh you know I, i'm not i don't know if i'll ever get there it's really difficult uh, right now i'm kind of stuck on uh, level what is five which is basic 3d but uh it starts with uh well the uh the, the maneuver that i'm stuck right now at is inverted or, 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 or rotation which is really hard to do so uh but, but you know it it goes through a lot of stuff uh and lets you progress uh you know in uh in a methodical way it's really good i've really enjoyed you know progressing through it and actually uh, you guys probably will be happy to say that at least on the same I finally learned to auto rotate so you were that doing is, them good the, cool.
2: you were you were doing them good the day we were the day we got on the sim together you were you you were throwing down pretty decently
1: uh, that, i've never i've never been
2: able to me on on the you were out flying me on the inverted funnels you were you were just throwing those up like it like they were cool and I was having and I was struggling through them don't get me wrong. Now I've done like 10, 20 hours of just that stu- that maneuver. Um, but you were doing really good that day, and your I mean, videos from your sync competition were really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I've, i uh, you know, I, I finally see. You know, I was struggling to try to figure out. You know, where was I? And uh, I think that this is really good. That it, it really tells me. Um, you know, I have progressed. I think that I, I kind of felt uh, that, that I was really kind of like starting to hit a plateau. Um, I was not progressing as much. Um, as I said in the beginning, you know, I think that I, I was very, very happy with my, uh, with, with the flight that I submitted for the competition until I saw the rest of the beginner pilots. <laughs> And I said, "Oh my gosh, I'm I, I really need to work on more." So, uh, so I wanted to go back and you know continue training and trying to figure out you know what else that I needed to do because if there's a WHSC 2021, I definitely want to go there and and you know be better. You know, probably even place something on beginner. So, I uh, I I needed to keep progressing, and uh, finally, I think that this that this tool is good to to do that. Uh, you know. I've I've completely ignored auto rotations to be honest with you. I just didn't want to do them, um, but I forced myself to do them because they are part of uh, I think like uh, level three or something. So it's been really good. I think it's good. Uh, now I have to, of course, uh, figure out if I'm gonna be able to be brave enough to try them for real. <clears throat> but um, but you know I'm very happy that I actually understand them now. You know, um, I, I get it. I took a look at uh, Jonas's uh, Walker Hauser video that he did on auto rotations, and it finally clicked, you know, how to do them. I was doing them wrong. That's why I just couldn't do it. So, uh, so I finally understood how to do them, um, and I was shooting autos, you know, like nobody's business. Uh, I, of course, I'm not hitting the center, but that's fine. You know, I'm landing on one piece. Uh, I'm flaring correctly, and I'm landing on one piece, and I'm happy. So, and I'm doing them. You know, I climb up a lot to to do them. So, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that that you know that I found that tool, that I started making use of it. So, I wanted to share, you know, my progress. So, I started recording my my videos and posting them on YouTube to uh, to have my progress there.
0: Is there a, a consensus on which sim does auto rotations the best?
1: Uh, and, well. Fans of each will tell you that you know that theirs does it better. Um, to be uh, to be honest, at this point, I think that I've settled for accuracy as the same that seems to fit me. Uh, it actually uh, has shown me to do quite a few things, and uh, and you know that muscle memory really translated. I just needed you know a system that clicked with me. Um, that needed, didn't need, you know, that much tuning that was practically really out of the box so that I could transfer my learning experience on the same mm-hmm. to reality. And, it, and for me, accuracy has worked for that. So um, I think that it's, that it's good, you know. Uh, it makes sense how auto-rotations work <clears throat> on accuracy. I haven't tried them for real, so I cannot tell you, you know, how good it depicts them. But, uh, but the theory seems sound. You know, and, and how they feel, they feel like that's how I, I should feel them for real. So um, one day, one day I'll give it a shot.
2: <laughs> so to build on that, um, if you can shoot an auto on a sim, it's 10 times easier to do it in the real world. I, I wholeheartedly believe that sim autos are a lot harder than they are in the real world. I think that they haven't really got that... Um, Calculation down on how to how it really affects the heli coming down. Um, I knew the minute I could do one in the real world, the ones on the sim. Once uh, when I could do them on the sim consistently, I knew I could shoot them anywhere I wanted to in the real world. Now I can't hit the center every time, but I can get the helicopter landed. And so that's my opinion on that. I don't see. I don't think they. I don't think they figured it out yet. That's just wholeheartedly how I feel about that.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'll <clears throat> I'll have to try them, but uh, <coughs> Sorry, try them on your
2: biggest. Around. Try them on your biggest heli on a windy day, and, and flare into the wind. Come in, come in into the wind, and then flare into it. Because the minute you do that, you will just you gain like twenty percent head uh, head speed right there. So it makes okay. your landing so much easier. And if yeah, you want a trick that, if you want a trick that I actually learned from my friend Andrew Rojas, who's who flies F three C which really works really good, especially to get the good head speed. Start your auto off a stall turn. Go in for a big stall turn. And as soon as you get around, hit it. And you'll see that you're just going to get so much speed coming down. And it's just beautifulness.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Next time I'm All brave right. enough to try that, I will take that advice. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: Nice. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give them a shot, you know, eventually, but uh, as you said, Frank, as, as soon as I get them to be consistent on the sim, right now, I have a very high consistency rate, but not a 100, so <coughs> once I'm really, really consistent on it, uh, I think I'll, I'll try to give it a shot. I'll have to, you know, configure auto bailout and all that stuff to make sure that nothing happens and that I actually, actually can save it, and uh, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll take it, I'll take it from there. So, um, hey. so yeah, so finally, finally, <laughs> um, I've, I've, gone, I've gone far too long, but uh, finally, um, something I'm also very happy about, there's a friend that I met last season at the, at the club, and he said, hey, gu- hey, he saw me flying, you know, my, uh, my fleet, <clears throat> and he said that he really liked the 570, and I told him, hey, you should buy one, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. So he just texted me yesterday that he received his 570 kit. So I'm pretty happy. Um, cool. He, uh, he he bought a 570 kit based on my recommendation. Um, he asked me, you know, about the electronics and about what he should do. I've been texting a lot with him. And, uh, and I mean, I'm going to be helping him uh, through the build. It's just a shame that, you know, we cannot, like, get together to help him out uh, through the build process. But... We'll try to do as much as we can, you know, with uh with with the uh tools that we have. Um but uh but I'm pretty happy about that, pretty stoked. Uh it's always uh, a very uh very good feeling, very rewarding, you know, to to help someone uh, go into hobby. Uh this this you know, this this hobby, as I've said it before, has given me so much from so many people that have helped me out in so many different ways that I just feel you know, compelled to, to share it and to help people. So, so it was really awesome uh, that there's uh, one more Goblin 570 flying there around, I'm gonna be uh, flying around the fields of uh, Franklin, Wisconsin soon, as soon cool. as we get out of all this stuff.
0: Are you guys, um, are the fields that you go to still open? Are they having any social distancing requirements or?
1: Uh, as far as I know, they're closed. Uh, because the field that my club is at is part of the Milwaukee County Park system. Hmm. So all of the parks are closed. Uh, I I don't know how it's... Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work, because as I said, I was able to go fly to my local park, which in in strict theory is closed. Uh, But, you know, I mean, no one really complains about it. I mean, the park is just like a regular summer day. Uh, You know, everyone's there, you know, playing with their kids, on the playground and playing soccer and i was flying my helis you know like like anything but the gates were actually closed uh you know it's one of those parks that you can just park by the side and you just climb down from the car and you're in the park um so what they closed is just the access to the parking lot but still you know you can just park on the on on the on on, you know on the the sidewalk and get down and you know use the park and no one has complained it's not like you know cops are coming in and saying that you know you cannot use the park or whatever so i don't know if that'll happen the same at my field that you know no one will really care um, but i don't know i i i haven't checked out because because of the weather and because of this whole situation and because of the lack of motivation um i haven't actually paid my club fee <laughs> so so i i haven't been able to find out but uh next pay period i'm gonna uh, you know, this this Friday, yeah, this Friday I get paid, so I'll uh, I'll pay my annual club fees, and I'll <coughs> figure out figure out if uh, if it's actually being able to be used or not.
0: Awesome, cool um, man. Uh,
1: I think that's finally it for me. <laughs> you
0: had a Are lot sure? to get a lot to get off your chest there. Jesus Christ,
1: I i i did man i i i honestly didn't as i said you know when i was writing this i said holy cow you know i i actually did do some stuff very All right, Frank, cool finally you're there turn, you
2: go for it oh my god so Before we start, christ, he's, my he's, gonna, he's gonna start talking again so go ahead quick jesus christ yeah <laughs> thank god thank god, thank god we don't have a guest on it. he's not asking a question we trying to get him to understand it jesus christ um <laughs> but, oh, I'm not though. I'm messing with, <laughs> I'm kidding but not kidding but kidding like they say here in Miami uh so so since the oh I wait wait say, wait 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 nope you're done you nah, spread, yeah, you're, no that's fine just, just uh, <laughs> save it ahead, for break. next episode man <laughs> uh, yeah say something for the next couple of episodes <laughs> so since the actually the time that I, my my excessive amount of flying happened is that's the time change right so once the time change, that i was able to fly after work i have been getting so many flights i mean on average i usually only fly on sundays and i'm getting between 10 and 12 flights on 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 a winter sunday for the most part but now i'm averaging three to four flights just about every day after work and i'm sorry i could say not every day but out of out of five days, I'm flying at the minimum three. Sometimes, some weeks five. Are you doing uh, it at the field or just like in a random in a random field that you pass okay. on. Okay. So, so quick side note: the field that I'm flying, it's in front of a project that I that I was that I was doing work on. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, so there, so the field is actually owned by by my old clients. That same field, I stopped flying on it for a while because I set it on fire one time with a blo- with, with my first nitro. So I've always kind of been hesitant. And I think it, because of that, they put all these no trespassing signs. But there's this one area where I can pull my car and I don't see any no trespassing uh, signs. So that's where I tend to fly. And it's about five minutes from my house and I can stop there really quickly. So that's where I've been doing predominantly most of my flying. So go back... Month, month and a half before this whole thing happened. Time had changed. I was still, I was, I was able to leave the office at a decent amount of time. And I was going to my club, Amps RC, which is uh, aerial models so of Perrine here in, in Miami off Chrome Road. And I was able to fly there. Not a problem. And uh, like a week into the COVID-19 stuff, The club uh, leadership closed the club down. It's like, hey, guys, we're closing the club down. No one's going to fly in it. We need to stay social distancing. Stay home. Take care of yourself. The usual stuff. And I'm like, hold up. This ain't going to happen for me. No, 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 no. You're not going to mess up my Sunday (laughs) Fundays. So then I went to fly in Broward, which is about an hour and 15 minutes north of me. But that that, that club got closed down the very next weekend. So I had one weekend flying there, but so that was like, okay, this is getting bad. So I called the old club I used to belong to in Homestead, uh, Osprey RC, which was the first club where I had my first phone fly app. And they're like, oh, we're still open. We're not closing. We're, we're, we're private property. We don't need to close as long as we stay away from each other. And it's like, and then they gave me some, some, uh, crazy-ass deal to join the club. And I was like, oh, of course, I'll join. So on Sundays, I, I've been going there. And the only way to explain that to you, it's like if you had football fields stacked next to each other, like 10 of them stacked next to each other over and over. So the field's crazy big. Like you can't – you have more room to fly there than I think in any other place I've ever flown at, in any other club you've ever flown at. And But you share it with the playing guys, right? So I've, I've been going. I figured out the time when they're never there, which is Sunday after 3 o'clock. After 3 o'clock, they all go home, and that's when I show up. So I have this entire field on myself, and it's been great. Uh, it's the, there's some things that's missing compared to where I fly at Amps, which it, has, uh, it doesn't have all the amenities. Uh, but it, it, it does have a tent, which I can sit on. So I just have to bring my generator so I can charge there. And there's no bathroom, so you want to really go go down the street, go to the gas station down the street to go to the bathroom, because I don't trust that porta party. I'm just not for me. Um, but I've been getting crazy amount of flights there uh, because That's awesome, they, man. because the flight line is really close to the pit area, closer than it should be actually. And when no one's there, I'm like launching ten feet in front of me. I'm like, go fly, and I make my own flight line, and you know the sun there—it's like you don't have—you get the sun kind of in your face in the morning in the afternoon, right? It's kind of at a weird angle where it hits you on both sides. Um, so as the evening goes, I literally start walking toward the middle of the field itself and fly, um, do deuce, uh, east deuce or south? I forgot. Fly, fly one direction where the sun's behind me, and it's pretty awesome because there's no one there which I can't even really do at amps. At amps, I usually have to go early in the morning when I have to set in my back and I'm able to fly. And I'm usually out of there by, by one 32. Um, so that went on for about the first uh, two, three weeks after the time change, right? Right when COVID, right after COVID happened and just flying every weekend. Um, and because of all this flying, I've been having, I, I did some maintenance on the, on my black nitro. It's, after three years I've actually had to replace parts on it and I replaced the clutch and the bell housing and a few other knickknacks on their clutch stack but that's it and it was it's back to sounding and flying beautifully um, I did some maintenance on my 570 I replaced the bearings first time in like I said four years since I got it I got it in 2016 so yeah, four years that I've had it, and I got it used. So I've been put. I put a lot of flights on that. Just the only thing I've ever really done to it is just swapped out the. Other than in crashes, but in crashes I break other things like booms and stuff like that. But swap out the dampers, and I still have the original main shaft. Uh, and I think the only thing I've ever swapped out has been the, the feathering shaft. And but other than that, it was pretty awesome. i been doing a lot of 3D printing. Uh, my wife is a veterinarian doctor, uh, an animal doctor. So I've been making her masks because she, she said that uh, felines can carry COVID-19. So I made masks for like every one of her hospitals here in South Florida, which has been pretty really cool. So it's kind nice. of cool to get pictures of that. So I'm actually putting something, putting my 3D printer to work for something other than knickknacks. And <laughs> yeah, HKS
0: has been we're working overtime printing. Tons of face shields for everybody. Yeah. I think they've made like a thousand of them so far. Yeah, and um,
2: so that's been really cool. Uh, gotten some really good work on it. Got it got it tweaked out pretty good now. It's running really well. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, a conversion came out for the Goblin 570 to convert it into a Nitro. And there's been a few in the past. You know, there's one that uh, Carrie Shirley does that's very good one. Um actually my partner in crime on the hangout, Chris Nutt had one. He stuffed a pretty big size engine into a little helicopter. Uh but this one was exactly what I was looking for because it, it treats it treats the heli- uh the helicopter really like a similar like a smaller size nitro. So the tank's in the right placement. The carbon fiber is done by uh the people from Hootie that are that are really, really good. I got So, I have all that coming, and I got the, so you have to 3D print your fan shrouds, right? So, I ran it through my machine, and it was, the quality is okay. It's not 100% where I like it, but I was like, no, I want something a little bit nicer. So, I sent out with this company called uh, Sciometric, and with some help from my, from this, this kid on the Hangout named Keith Williams, he's really into 3D printing and rapid prototyping, like, He's a future engineer. Okay, aside, if he if he goes to college, he'll definitely become an engineer, because that's all that he wants to do. And he's a hell of a pilot too. So you will look for his name next time you're in the hangout, Paul, and you'll see what I'm talking about. He gave me some advice on what uh, systems to get. So I got a poly uh, poly six with carbon fiber embedment into it, I think. And it's uh, they're getting SLS printers, so that the print quality will be really good. And hopefully I can host up the temperature. And uh, the fan shots were were as much as the frames, but all for, all for the low of the nitro. Other than that, that's coming in. So I got most of the stuff coming in for that. So I'm looking forward to building that this summer. Uh, there's a group on Facebook called the Flight Box. Uh, they had a flight challenge, and I got called out like one or two days after it started. It was funny because I wasn't even part of the group, because because of the hangout. I usually not tried not to join any other groups because I don't want them thinking that I'm trying to take people from them or whatnot. So I kind of stay out of it for most of the, for for most of the time. I usually the only other group that I think I'm involved are all the cell groups and this group called CP Hellies, which is like it's a home for a lot of people. It's old school good. That's all all, that, all I can say. Back in the day was the was the place to be at. So. um and I I always share the, uh, when we have a podcast, so I share it there and I share it on the Hangout. So now I have a new place to share it on. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so we had to do a challenge. They give you one maneuver and you got to record yourself. So I was able to do that. I uh, was able to get the maneuver. I'm still waiting for uh, Chris to do his, so I'm calling him out. You pansy, don't make us look bad from the Hangout. You know better than this. Uh <laughs> The other the other thing is coming up. It's my buddy Auggie, It's uh, releasing. Uh, he used to, Auggie used to own Avanti helicopters, right? He's extremely intelligent. He's probably one of the smartest guys I know. I love talking to the guy because he's just wealth of knowledge. He's really good with electronics. He's really good with mechanics, and he gives he's a hell of a pilot. Like definitely somebody, somebody worth listening to. He's like go fast all the time. He came up with uh, when the um, R two buffer packs went out of production. Do you guys know what that what those are? Uh, no, okay. I do not. So R two buffer pack is essentially a backup system in case your ASC takes a dump or your uh, and you can't, and you lose power. I mean, capacity. is it like a like an opti,
0: like an opti power?
2: Like, like, like an opti power, but without the battery, it has capacitors.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I got you.
2: All right, so that one went out of production. And like when it went out of production, I'm like, man, that sucks. I can't find any. I really want. I really like those. So I was like buying them used or whatever. And I told August, like, man, Augie, how hard would it be to to manufacture something like this? And then in his typical stuff, he's like, well, oh, let's have a let's have a uh, uh, let's have a session and talk about this. So he gets he gets like me and my buddy Angel. We usually talk to him about ship that's related to flying so that uh, he's also an, an admin on the hangout so um it's pretty cool to have him there and um we kind of go through it he's like all right all right i guess i got enough stuff to go on so he finally got done with it and he's releasing it but it's really really cool because it protects you from uh an over voltage it protects you in case you have a power failure it protects you in case you invert the wires it logs it logs any failure that you may have um, it creates a buffer for your actual electronics so it cleans the power as it gets to from your uh, power source uh, uh, BEC or ESC with a BEC on it and it's a really cool little package and I can't wait to get mine and I'm getting some prototypes here in the next couple of weeks to try out and I'm looking forward to those and with that I've said
1: everything. Actually, uh, actually the uh, the, uh, the uh, that's made by well was made by R two Prototyping, right,
2: Frank? Yeah.
1: Ah, that's that's funny because R two Prototyping is also the same one that manufactured the three D G flywheelless unit.
2: Yes, yes, and, I remember. Uh,
1: so those guys went out of business. So basically, these uh, this uh guard, and the, the backup guard, and the three dg ended up without someone to manufacture them. And then I think that this new company picked up both things. And mm-hmm. uh, at, at Rotor Life, which is, you know, canceled by now, of course. Oh, yes, uh, but yes. At, at Rotor Life, they were supposed to be announcing that basically 3DG yeah, was back that. with a new production um, facility or partner. But now I don't know what happens to that. I mean, it's good that these guards came out, so maybe 3DG is also continuing. I don't know.
0: Oh. I am. <clears throat> I am a bit worried about the. Um, you know, there's so many small companies that are going under right now, and it's just. I'm. I'm wondering what the Helly landscape's going to look like. You know, um, in a couple of years, I'm hoping that there's still enough of us that have enough disposable income to keep some of these companies going during all of this. But I yeah. know, you know, Luca has mentioned that they had to shut down for a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're back up again. Yeah. But they're, they're I know the like the Chronos months, got eight delayed indefinitely again. Yeah. Um, yeah, but
1: HD helicopters off of Germany also died.
0: Yeah, um, although they're getting supported through that that guy in Arizona. So yeah, yes, they're they're
1: bringing good. it to the US. So that's good. But you know, it you know they just keep falling like flies, and that, that's, I know, that's man. concerning.
2: Yeah, that
0: is. I think <laughs> this I gonna be, about I, it.
2: I think it's going to be a revolution of things. I think it was funny because and photos were talking about it a couple of days couple of weeks ago because he's into 3d printing and manufacturing and he's he's he got a new partner um new production partner so we've been talking about uh, we're talking about uh making parts and i was giving him credit because he has a an account on thingiverse and i went through and i printed all the stuff that he made because most of it's stuff that's generic not just just synergy and we were discussing you know where the future of rc heli's at you know and i'm saying that I think there will always be big helicopters. they will always be big helicopters because there will be guys that have been flying for a long time that will continue to push it one way or another. You know, they. But I think there's going to be a trend that I'm hoping that it would be where there's you're buying instead of buying the entire kit. You're buying just like I see with the RC planes, where you're buying the model and you're printing most of the kit. In on your printer, on your 3D printer, and he's saying, Well, for the bigger ones, it would be kind of hard because the amount of loads and all this, but you can see it being for the smaller machines, and I could see that too. You know, I think that it was just changed into a time where people are just so into it and they're sick of flying small machines, so they'll go back to flying bigger ones, and companies will continue to grow. Uh, but you know, companies like a line that have a that have that do other things other than helicopters i think they will stick around for a
0: long time right because I, I mean see- lines helicopter business is more or less a hobby for the company anyway well i i think i'm not, I'm not well no like make- align's, align's parent company is in business oh, okay. regardless of whether align makes helicopters or not like they oh uh, for sure you know what i'm saying for sure yeah. so yeah i think you're right like they're going to stay around because they don't they don't their business model does not depend upon the revenue from helicopters to survive the way that Lynx is yeah. Mike. Yeah. Well, Lynx is doing other things
2: too, man. That's the that's one thing I like about Luca because Luca's just he's a straight up like hustler. i kind of side. I admire the hell out of him for for that, you know. He kind of wanted to get into the business, so he kind of like by the bootstraps. He's like, all right, you guys need opinions? I'll make you guys opinions. You guys need this, I'll make you this stuff. Like I definitely is one of those you make a comment. I've seen where there's been a comment made on the hangout. About something and like he gets tagged on it or something I kid you not in a month month and a half I'll be your product on it uh, like with the with the tuning needles for the nitro right so you've got these two tuning needles to make your to make easier levers to make easier tuning your oh, helicopters
0: well that, that's kind of exactly what I'm saying they're like he's like a CNC for you know CNC banded for hire right? yes I'll like design awesome things but at the same time he doesn't manufacture air conditioners as his primary business and just happens no, to do for helicopters sure. on the side that's what, that's what yeah. I meant
2: yeah but he he CNCs other things though it's just not helicopters I think he, right. and he's just a general all around CNC shop Yeah. Um, and so but like companies like SAP I never like especially now that they have converted to jets and they also have other businesses like they have a, a some kind of surfboard or uh, some kind of water. It's for it's for use on water, yeah. a surfboard, or yes. um,
1: Yes, I think it's one of those skiing. like uh,
2: single people boats or something. Yeah, it's something skiing like or something like that. And so I think companies are going to get. We're going to have um, companies in the hobby that diversify and do other things to keep their hobby business going. That's pretty. That's really really cool. You know.
0: Yeah. It, ha- it,
2: ha- it happens in other industries all the time. Um. So I wish, I, I hope they all stay around, man. I really want to, I like, I like the companies that I fly for. So I'm definitely will, willing to hopefully keep them going. And I, I want, my biggest concern I've always have, it's will people keep wanting to fly? Like I always feel like, like I always tell this to people at my club. I was like, man, we need to be nicer to the kids. We need to make sure when they get here, we treat them good. We, we get them on the buddy box. We get them hooked. Because those guys are the ones that are gonna keep pushing the hobby when when we get away from this, you know, when we're not around anymore, or when we get too older, you know, we don't, it's not gonna be a time when there's not gonna be anybody uh, to fly these things anymore, you know, and these companies are gonna go down. And I think that's one of the things that's happening. Um, and I hear Bert talk about it all the time, and every time I go up to Orlando and we start talking about business and stuff like that, this is kind of the conversation that we always have. Um, but the last couple of times he's told me, yeah, it's getting a little bit better he's he's his company has grown every year, which is pretty cool. I hope they keep going, you know, I like his, and I like the products he carries i I love the servos and I really like the blades and being the u s distributor in my in my state makes it really easy for me to get parts the next day or the day after. so I hope they stick around for a long time
0: yeah but- I mean, we had talked about this before where there might have been a surge in popularity, but it wasn't the people that we've got left or the people that are in the hobby now dedicatedly are, you know, much more committed than oh, yeah. at a smaller number than a very vast number of uncommitted people. So I think that, yeah, there's still, there's still a lot of us out there. That's true.
2: No, it is. And I agree. And it's funny because I see it all the time on the hangout. i see seen people coming in any time and they, I have, I have a questionnaire that you've got to ask, answer before you get into the hangout, before you become a member. And usually you can tell by the way they answer the questions. Either they found it online or I like the ones that are brutally honest. And says, like, look, I don't know. I'm new. I'm here to learn. And you can really admire that because some of those people are not going to last around long, but there's some that's that turn around that in the life of the hangout, I've gone from flying little micros to now owning 700s, which is really, really cool. Yeah. It makes it worthwhile. Well. So Uh, But those those have been my last couple of weeks, man.
0: All right. Well, I am going to move heaven and earth, assuming it doesn't rain, to go to the field this weekend. That is my goal. I've sat at home long enough, and my wife can watch the children, and I will just be gone. (laughs) So I will let you guys know next time how that went. Take some pictures. Do some videos. I am am motivated. Yeah, yeah, no, I will. Um, I I don't even have. I don't even have any videos of my of my Oxy Five. Flying. Do you I have one or two? Do, the...
2: do you have a head mount or how you can record when you're flying?
0: No, I don't. I've got a GoPro, but um oh, I will okay. see if I can clip it to something like a cap or something like that.
2: Yeah.
1: Well Best Buy still sells. I mean you cannot go into the store, but um, but you can go you can order it and then pick it up like a uh, like a drive thru or something. Um yeah, they do the curbside pickup that, stuff. So yeah, so that that
2: headband is not too expensive for the okay. GoPro. Yeah, I have a headband for my for my iPhone. That's pretty nice. That I like the way it, it does, and it and because of the iWatch, I'm able to check my angle, everything, right. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's cool. And, I didn't think about set, that because yeah, I have an Apple Watch too. I can give that a shot.
2: Yeah, and set and set the view. And um, uh, what, what's weird is when you're listening or you're recording, you can't listen to music. And I know I fly better when I'm listening to music.
0: So I'm like, so I'm like tapping my foot. as like, all right, I know the beats. Well, my. Um my MZ32 had a built-in MP3 player, which was one of the most useless functions that I think I've seen on a transmitter, since I have a million other things that will play MP3 files. But so yeah, the jetty had.
2: That's how I talked my wife into letting me buy the jetty back in the day.
0: <laughs> so I was like, Meg, hey, the jetty, you can
2: play music on the jetty. It's like really, and she loves music. She's like, you can play, you can play any song. She'll tell you who sang that, when they sang that, and all this. So she's really, she loves music. So anything to do with that usually gets me into. Into uh, let's begin whatever I want that way.
0: Um, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the Groppner had, um, has Bluetooth, so you can listen to your MP3 over your Bluetooth headset, which is again unusual but interesting. Um, okay, hey guys, it has been about an hour and a half or so, so let's call it a night for tonight and then we can uh, pick this up again in a couple weeks. And in the meantime, I'll try to get <laughs> at least one of those other episodes edited and out the door. And um, good. yeah, this has been refreshing. Let's. uh, yes, for yes, sure, yes. for sure.
1: As you could see, I needed to pour my
2: heart out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Javier, we, we, we you got-, squeezed we got it, You squeezed again. it dry. <laughs> we have to sit him again, man, because, you know, Paul has this issue where he can never get on the sim.
0: Dude, I was, on the, there. I was on the sim the entire night and you never showed up, man. I was there. I was on it the whole time. I said, hey, I'm ready. How do we do this? And silence from Frank. No, I will send you no. a screenshot right now. Uh,
2: send me a screenshot.
0: Oh, I I'm, do I'm, it. Doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, me and Javi had such a good time on the sim. Well, this was this was yeah. the second time. This was the time that Javi said he couldn't join us. It was just supposed to be me and you, and then you yeah. bailed on, and then you bailed on me.
2: I don't ever bail on anybody flying the sim, dude.
0: I am. You bailed, on, you bailed on me. Man. I've been
2: I've been on the sim the entire time. I've been doing <laughs> this. I kid you not. I've been practicing. I I went almost four minutes straight doing barrel flips, you know. And okay, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes.
0: Send it. Send away. Them time, hmm. ten EST. Boom, boom, boom. Screenshot.
2: Here we go. I think you're just photoshopping stuff on there now. Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm not. I'm. I'm that fast at photoshopping.
2: I bet you are. One of those. <laughs>
0: You're probably programmed yet. Right. I just sent it to you. Okay. Let's let's why don't you read it aloud, Frank?
2: <laughs> need another 10 minutes. I'm having issues getting my dick sick to work. Okay, I'm all set. How does this work? Boom. I sent for about an hour last night. Was, this is at 1.48 p.m. You didn't call me. Hey, uh, where are we at?
0: No, you no, no. Say, I said I said all how, set. How does this work? And that was the night before. Did. The then next day to- at two o'clock in the afternoon. I said I said, Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm calling BS tonight because I remember sending that night. The hell, dude! Look, you never responded. It's right. It's right there.
2: Because <laughs> you know why? Because I I have I was using Discord. You're, you're too busy.
0: You're too busy sending to, to to see that I.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I was already on uh-huh. Discord. I said, "Hey, we're online. We're on the online." Um, you actually said none of those things. <laughs> no, but I said it before so Hold on, hold on. I gotta find where... This is happening when I wrote all this. That was the week. Feel, that
0: was like two weeks before, man.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no. All right. We're going to continue this.
0: I, we're going to continue this offline and <laughs> we will see all of you guys in two weeks. Thank you for joining us. Um, get out there and fly or go crazy like me. All right. Let me count. You guys have recording. a good night, man.
2: Bye. All right. See ya.
0: All right. I'm going to stop the
2: recording.